It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big Saturday of league action. Motherwell are looking to bounce back from last week's 6-1 hammering when they head to an Aberdeen team starting to find form. Two of the early season success stories meet at Tynecastle with Hearts hosting Dundee United and there's a battle of the Saints in Perth before Glasgow's big two enter the fold tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio this afternoon, Alex Ray, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, an interesting afternoon ahead with Rangers Celtic and Hibs not playing. This uh, today is a chance for a bit of movement in the table. Hearts against Dundee United, an opportunity for one of those to go second. Chance for Aberdeen and Motherwell to leapfrog Hibs as well and middle of the table battle with St Johnson against St Mirren. Looking forward to this afternoon's game and glad to be in the studio with a wet and windy afternoon as I look out that window. I was going to say, I think we've hit that one weekend, that, that weekend in the season where it all changes. Usually I'm jealous of the guys that get to go out and about. I'm looking out the window and today the jealousy's gone. Gordon Deal, we're in the right place, but there's great football out there. I, I've been that man in many occasions sitting at the grounds. I can... Justify that uh, The fact that Fraser Wisher David Friel Dave Galloway Roger Hanner Sitting there I know how they'll be feeling I'm delighted for them And they're out there In the cold Working for us Gordon A lot of good Exciting games This afternoon I know we've not got The big two That comes tomorrow But a lot of uh, games That Mark quite rightly says You could look at this table At five o'clock tonight And it will look So so different and a very, very big game in the Championship, Kilmarnock v Partick. Yeah, a lot of close games today, Gordon. Some some significance. You know, you look at Hearts in third place playing Dundee United in fourth. Who can move above Celtic into second? You've got St Johnson in ninth versus St Mirren. A chance to move into the, the top half of the table. Aberdeen, resurgence against your, your lot. And then you've got Kilmarnock versus Partick Thistle. You know, Kilmarnock hit the heights mm-hmm. now. It's slow start at the beginning of the season. Would that, so be, would that be Mother will be any chance? What's that? Your lot. Are you taking the fence? <laughs> uh, right, at Clyde SSB You can stay in touch all afternoon We'll open the phone lines a bit later on But before we get to that A lot of football to be played And then of course tomorrow Alex That question that rolls around every couple of weeks Is there a European hangover? Who makes yes. it from the European exploits? Can Celtic <laughs> build on a, a good win But ultimately bounce back from league disappointment Prior Absolutely, to, yeah. you know, to last week? And uh, for Rangers, Steven Gerrard, I guess mm. happy enough with a point, but clearly not happy with a lot of what he witnessed. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting, Gordon. We have the Celtic game at uh, lunchtime tomorrow. They have a chance to cut the gap. Then Rangers uh, at three o'clock after that. So when you take factor all that in, Gordon, you're looking to see who's starting in the starting lineup. But I think it's fair to say there'll be several changes with Steven Gerrard's uh, comments post-match. He wasn't happy with the front three, uh, but they come away with a, a, an important point. Yeah, if you're interested in down south, it's Man United nil, Man City 2 with 78 minutes gone. I just saw a great stat, which is that Man United have had more shots on target against their own keeper than they have against Man City. <laughs> it's an absolute uh, So that might just sum it up for you. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get to the big games out and about around the country. Where should we start? Let's go... Tynecastle, the capital city. Uh, the man for the big occasion between Hearts and Dundee United is Fraser Wishart. Afternoon gone, a damp capital city, I think the same of the rest of Scotland, but uh, game of the day here, and despite that weather we're talking about, 
The Tynecastle pitch looking absolutely brilliant for this big occasion and it'll be close to a full house when you come three o'clock here at uh, Tynecastle. Both these teams, as you mentioned earlier, excellent starts to their seasons, but that took a dunt last weekend with Hearts, who'd gone through the first set of 11 games unbeaten. They lost to Aberdeen, of course, at Pataudry, where United have beaten Rangers, drawn with Celtic and won at Easter Road, unexpectedly perhaps lost to St Johnston at home. So important for both to get back on track pretty quickly. They've kept up with the old firm so far, but at this vital period of the season, we're entering the second tranche of games as two big guns could easily pull away from the rest. So important for both teams to keep on their coattails. Hearts in good form all season. It's been based on a strong back three. They've only lost 10 goals so far, with John Suter, of course, grabbing a lot of attention. Might even be a Scotland recall if Steve Clark loses any more central defenders over the weekend. But United have even be better record at the back. Just eight goals lost in the league and almost a strong in midfield. So the key now for them is finding that balance and perhaps more of a cutting edge in the final third with only scoring 11 goals this season. Perhaps as much the same problem they've had hoped to have Liam Boyce back today after a couple of weeks out, but his calf hasn't recovered sufficiently. So it looks that Ben Woodburn will play as a number nine today. United, they'll look to Nicky Clark to score the goals for with Martin Nulty out longer term and obviously in a wider areas like Subniskinen and Pot have to chip in with goals here today as well. Three points for either will keep them in touch with the top of the table but just as a good run can keep going with the momentum a losing run can do exactly the same in this league where there's not much between the teams. That will be great as always Hearts fans will turn up be very vocal but I'm told there's going to be about 1,200 United fans here today and initially given 900 tickets but they asked for another 300 so they're here in big numbers and looking forward just as I am to a really good game. The teams is the usual 3-4-3 formation for Hearts. No boys and no Michael Smith and no Nondwee who are both left out. I think Smith's injured and has gone onto the bench. Craig Gordon is in goals. John Souter, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back. Taylor Moore, Cammy Devlin, Benny Beningame and Alec Cochran in midfield and Josh Ginelli, Ben Woodburn and Barry Mackay are the forwards. Ross Stewart, Peter Haring, Jimmy Walker, Aaron Mackinoff, Gary Mackay, Stephen Armand Ondwee and Cameron Logan are the substitutes for Hearts. For United, usual 4-3-3 formation, make a change in midfield. Levitt is out, and in comes Declan Glass. Benjamin Segrist is in goals. Kieran Freeman, Ryan Edwards, Charlie Mulgrew and Scott McMahon at the back. Declan Glass, Giandro Fuchs and Ian Hearts in midfield with Elmari Niskanen, Nicky Clark and Peter Pollitt up front. Their substitutes, Jack Newman, Florent Hotty, Callum Butcher, Chris Mockery, Lewis Appere, Kerr Smith and Maxime Biamu. And the referee here today is John Beaton. And of course Andy Halliday suspended He is as well sitting next to us In here in the warmth Very very uh, harsh Gordon I have to say Normally no, I'm a wee bit nah, no. Yeah but listen That was a ridiculous decision last week to, to be fair Even when he's playing A lot of people say He's better sitting in here <laughs> <laughs> However I've been doing my stats for you This morning Mark Wilson I've been taking it seriously Slacking off in the last few weeks Six years since these sides Met in the league at Tynecastle They've been kept apart They've been in different divisions um, a young John Souter came on for Dundee United that day And seven years since United won at Tynecastle And you played Wow Did I Can you believe it? The Did last I? time Dundee United won at Tynecastle really? 2014 A 2-1 win Nadir Chiefchi and Brian Graham Two oh. of your favourite oh, teammates oh, oh. He must have come off the bench You talk about No he played the full game S oh, you know what? I, I'm not even going to lie I cannot even remember yeah. that Yeah You Probably usually remember the game Yeah, yeah A couple of assists No I can't remember that Well it showed you what a tough place it is to go At Tynecastle When I was at United First time around Was never a happy hunting ground For us Our hearts were so strong The fans made it so difficult And we Generally came away With a defeat But I think it might be different This time round For United Well they've got a, Look at the season They're having They're They're 
overwhelming underdogs when they come into this season. But Pram <coughs> Courts has turned them round. They've got them playing well. This four three three formation mm. suits them. Last That'll last be a game. Do you think they can pick up from last week? But I think so. It was a shot last away, week. Away to Hearts, who are really needing to get back in. Who lost last race. week? Who, who lost, lost last, last week? And uh, we are missing so many. It'll be an interesting game. Fraser Wisher, how much are Hearts missing Liam Boyce? Oh, I think a lot. I think he's the, the central striker, obviously, mainly in the team for his his goals. But I think he's a better player than just an out-and-out striker. He likes to play really well. And you see, Nongui came in last week as well and didn't really take take the thing by the rough of the neck as well. Try to get his place in the team. So they're going with three. Almost, I hate the phrase "false nine." Sounds a bit coachy, but uh, you know, Woodburn has played in the wider area so far this season. Looks like he'll play up front with Mackay and Ginelli. So they're obviously going to go for a wee bit of pace and try and get in behind uh, Dundee United. But uh, with the guys chatting there about who's who's going to win, I think it'll be difficult for United. I think Hearts are so strong. They're powerful. I like the look of Cammy Devlin and Beningame in the midfield. Really strong and powerful. Break the play up, but also decent users of the ball. And if Hearts can get a goal ahead with the crowd behind them, I think it could be a difficult day for United. Let's hear from Tam Courts, Thomas Courts, TC, call him what you will. He's looking ahead to this one. We've seen it um, at McDermott Park earlier in, uh, in the season on the Sunday against St Johnson. We've seen it at Hibs away. You absolutely feel the, the away support. And again, it's all credit to the fans for snapping up the tickets so quickly, wanting to come and back the players. But I also think the players deserve credit for that level of appetite because I think the fans can see what it is the players are trying to do. They know that at least there'll be you know, a, a lot of effort, there'll, there'll be a, a certain intent to play. And I think this is quite an exciting team to watch just now. Therefore, I think the fans are happy to put their, their hands in their pockets and support them. So that's a cracker. We're looking forward. The thing about all these fixtures today, three games in the Premiership, Hearts Dundee United level on points Aberdeen Motherwell level on points And St Johnson St Mirren only one point between them So loads to look forward to I think we need to go to McDermott Park because it's sunny We've just been giving it the big build up about how we're in the best place The sun is shining in Perth It's a beautiful day up there David Friel is looking ahead to the Battle of the Saints yeah, Gordon, the sun is shining. I'm sure Gordon Dale will be happy to know. And it is Battle of the Saints, 8th v 9th, not only a point between them. So should be an interesting one. It's been a good week for your, your big neighbour, Xander Clark. He produced a superhuman performance. Tam Colts called it last week. And the 1-0 one, one, win over Dundee United. And then he gets his Scotland recall during the week. And if recent history is anything to go by, the St. Johnson keeper will have a bit of a quiet day today. St. Mern, I've been looking at my stats as well, Gordon, haven't won in Perth for over seven years. They also haven't even scored a goal here in over seven years. Adam Drury was the last St. Mern player to score in Perth in a 2-1 win on the 4th of October 2014. They've failed to find the net in the six visits since, with five defeats and one draw. The games do tend to be tight, though, and with just one point separating them, this should be the case again. Callum Davison, he makes one enforced change to the St. Johnson side after that one at Tannadice. Callum McPherson, who's in loan from St. Mern, can't play, and Murray Davison comes in. So St. Johnson will be the usual sort of 3-4-2-1 formation. Sander Clark in goals, back three, Hayden Muller, Liam Gordon, Jamie McCart, with Mikey Hallen, Craig Bryson, Murray Davison and Callum Booth along the middle, and Ali Crawford and Glenn Middleton in behind Chris Kane. The subs for St. Johnson are Parrish, Rooney, Devine, Craig, Witherspoon, Mate and Vertainen. For St. Mern, it was a real shocker last week, nobody expected that. I don't think Dundee, off the back of a Ross County defeat, to go to, to St Mern and win. Jim Goodwin spoke to him the other day. He, he wasn't too down about it. He thinks it was just one of those days and he, he refused to kind of really criticise the players and he'll be looking for a really strong finish before the international break. He's also been boosted by the return of Jamie McGrath from injury. He replaces Eamon Brophy. Pretty surprise one that, while Richard Tate is also in for Kyle McAllister. So St Mern will have Jack Alnick in goals. 
Joe Shaughnessy, Conor McCarthy, Marcus Fraser at the back, with Richard Tate, Alan Power, Ryan Flint, and Scott Tanz across the middle, with Jamie McGrath and Conor Ronan in behind Curtis Main. The Sulcer St. Manor, Linus Dunn, Erahon, Kilty, McAllister, Dennis, and Brophy. And the referee at McDermott Park is Greg Aitken. Love that research from David Field. Last time St. Mirren won there, John McGinn played in the St. Mirren team. Now he's arguably Scotland's main man, or one of them, heading in uh, to some big games. In the week coming up I thought Man City had made it 3-0 there But it goes past the post Let's keep going then Aberdeen against Motherwell Dave Galloway is keeping an eye on that one Thanks Gordon Sunny and dry but cold and blustery Here at Pitodri Stadium What a contrast in confidence Between today's two teams Aberdeen appear to be turning the corner After a wretched run With seven points from three games Including last weekend When they fought back from a goal down To become the first side to beat Hearts In the league this season Motherwell without a win in five matches Really do need to try and pick themselves up Off the floor After the aforementioned 6-1 mauling by Rangers The heaviest loss of Graham Alexander's managerial career, which he says will never leave him. Aberdeen's starting lineup is unchanged uh, this afternoon. It's Lewis in goals, a back three of Bates, Brown and McCrory. Midfield, Ojo, McGeoch, Ferguson and Campbell, with Hedges playing off a front two of Watkins and Ramirez. The subs, Woods, McGinn, Emmanuel Thomas, Hayes, Gurr, Samuels and Longstaff. Mother will make three changes. Ojala, Maguire and Van Veen in with O'Donnell, Slattery and Shields out. Kelly is in goals. Looks like a 4-3-3. Ojala, Mugabe, Johansson and McGinley at the back. Midfield, O'Hara, Maguire and Goss. Up front, Roberts, Van Veen and Watt. The substitutes for the Steelmen today, Fox, Carroll, Lamy, Woolery, Slattery, Grimshaw and Shields. And the match referee here at Pitaudry is Don Robertson. Yeah, looking ahead to that one. Really interesting form between these two over the last couple of seasons. Motherwell, you wouldn't expect, but have gone there and won three of the last six visits. Uh, up at Pitodri But as Dave Galloway rightly says In the, the space of a couple of weeks Aberdeen are confident And Motherwell are far from it uh, Have Man City got a penalty? Is this going to be VR Gordon Perhaps um, Let's dip into the Championship Because it's an absolute cracker Between Kilmarnock and Partick Thistle uh, Roger Hanna is going to keep an eye on that one Yeah, delighted to dip into the Championship this week Gordon, three straight wins for Kelly I've put them two points clear of Inverness Cali Thistle at the top of the table They had that little wobble if you remember Just either side of the last international break They only took two points from nine against our Broth Racing in Fermland, but they're now back in the kind of form which saw them win 2-0 against the Jags at Fur Hill back in September. Ollie Shaw, who was yesterday announced his championship player of the month, he got a clincher that day. It was his first ever Kilmarnock goal, but he's now on a run of six in his last five games, and that included a double in the 4-0 route of Queen of the South here last week that put them top of the table. He could have his work cut out today. He's against the Jags, number one. He's former hard youth teammate, Jamie Snedden. He's had three clean sheets and three goalless draws in the last three weeks since that remarkable 6-1 win at Hamilton. And he even managed to save a penalty from Sean Welsh in last week's stalemate against Cali Thistle. Ian McCall's Jags this game is not quite as close as any of those three Premiership contests you were talking about. They sit down in fifth. They're eight points behind Kelly and a four adrift of Wraith Rovers in that final playoff place. And that's really where Partick must be this season. We'll be looking for a little bit of improvement in the last visit here four years ago. 5-1 defeat, which included doubles for Chris Boyd and Eamon Brophy. In terms of team news, just one change for Kelly and a couple for the Jags. The commander changed Callum Hendry 
back up top, preferred to Scott Robinson, a long side shot. So that means a goal with Zach Hemming in goal. It's a back four. Jason Naismith, Dylan McGowan, Ewan Murray and Callum Waters. Midfield, Dan Armstrong, Stephen McGinley and Polworth and Rory McKenzie. And it's Shaw and Henry up top in the bench. Walker, Sanders, Hodgson, Lyons, Burke, Robinson and Fraser Murray. Those two thistle changes, Kyle Turner and Connor Murray coming in for Cammy Smith and Brian Graham. So maybe a little tweak of formation as well. I think they might go 4-3-3 today. So Sneddon in goal. It's a back four. Richard Foster, Tunji Akinola, Lewis Mayo and Kevin Holt. Midfield kill. Turner's in there now with his skipper, Ross Dockerty and Stuart Bannigan. And then Scott Tiffany and Connor Murray. We think either side of Zach Rudden. The subs are Stone, Graham, Smith, Gordon, McKenna, McIver and Hasty. And I wish we had some of the Perth sunshine. It's been hosing down here in Ayrshire. The referee's Colin Stephen. Gordon Dale's chuckling away, offering you no sympathy whatsoever, as you would expect. So that's you then. That's you up to speed. With the team news ahead of our featured matches today Three big games in the top flight Hearts Dundee United, St Johnston, St Mirren And Aberdeen Motherwell We of course were meant to have Livingston Against Hibs, but the ongoing Covid situation at Hibs means that game is off Today, and amidst all the good fixtures Down the divisions, we'll keep a particularly Close eye on Kilmarnock Against Partick Thistle, now at this time on a Saturday We always get all the guys involved We look back on some of the week's biggest talking Points, so we will do that next Action as it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel and Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds As we build up to kick off Big game finish down south Man United nil, Man City 2 uh, Let's remind ourselves of what we've got this afternoon Three top flight games Aberdeen, Motherwell, St Johnston, St Mirren Hearts Dundee United and our featured championship game is Kilmarnock Partick Thistle. But as you should know by now, on this at this stage on a Saturday, we always get all the guys involved and we look back on some of the week's biggest talking points. Thursday in Europe seems like a good place to start. Roger Hanna, how would you sum it all up? Um, an excellent victory for Celtic. Three terrific goals over in Hungary. Um, Rangers sort of woke up too late and Denmark managed to rescue a point when Stephen Gerrard wanted three. But as you said in the show last night, with Hugh and Kenny it's strange despite Rangers having the the lesser of the two results and uh, having fewer points than Celtic you still think Rangers have probably got a better chance of getting to the knockout stage of the Europa League than Celtic do what it does do Mark Wilson is guarantees Celtic European football after Christmas with the new Euro- Europa Conference League as Roger says any win in Europe is tends to be a good one particularly where Celtic have been in the last year or so and the quality of the goals and the, the, the personnel that's supplying those goals that's what's getting the, the fans excited Yeah, I, I think the way that we've mentioned it all season the way that Celtic play going forward is is great to watch Ange Postacoglu's got them playing in a different style to to really anything we've, we've seen in Scotland in recent times um, and they've taken that to the European stage and especially away from home now we stood on Thursday night and we were wondering if he would maybe pull McGregor back to make it maybe a, a sitting two in midfield and a wee bit more defensive no he, he just went for the throw and it worked straight away some of the goals he scored were, were tremendous and the goals he conceded you know the first one's a deflection the, the second one's giving the ball away Mistakes brought on themselves So they need to cut that side out But going forward There is certainly no problem And they've got much more in reserve When you look at the bench With with the guys that are missing With Forrest and Mikey Johnson That came on as well But the front three That they played On Thursday night Are going to take a lot of stopping in that form Just show you Fraser Wishart There there can be degrees of 
failure If you like Because you know A lot of Celtic fans acknowledge They might not have enough to go through They're going to have to face Bayer Leverkusen away Which is extremely tough Real bet is certainly not going to be Any walkover But but they've shown signs in this group That they've done well They're attacking well They are going to drop into the Europa Conference League So does it feel a bit different this season Where just because you don't maybe get through to the, the next stage Which they might But, but even if they don't it, it won't seem like the end of the world Well I think that uh, fans want European football and, and that was clear and made clear to UEFA That, that uh, more fans want to watch more European football That's why this new competition was brought in It was, it was to give that sort of cushion if you like To clubs like Celtic who might finish third in the Europa League But uh, it gives them more European football after after Christmas Which will be good You know the Celtic fans will enjoy that There's some decent teams in, in that conference as, as well but I said before watching Celtic you know it, it must be terrific to the Celtic supporters most of the time when they're attacking but they're watching through their fingers when they're, when they're defending but that's, that's the way it's going to be so rather than go for a 1-0 win away from home he'll be happy with the 3-2 be absolutely delighted and some of the football was utterly delightful it really was the way the, the midfield player I thought Turnbull was back to his best he was terrific Kyogo the goal that he set up for Abada was just fantastic so all looking okay for Celtic I, I think they're unlucky if they were playing Betis next at home and they could win at and get ahead of Betis then there's a bit more to play for a bit more pressure on Betis going to that last game but the problem being you'd expect Betis to, to beat Fernsvaros on the next round of games and so Celtic are going to have to take something from Leverkusen now can they do it playing the Ange ball way well he'll, he'll give it a go and fair play to him he's certainly given us a lot of excitement so far this season and the, the front foot attacking wise absolutely brilliant Yeah David Friel that's something that, that we maybe overlook because well, general, like it's football. You 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 make your own luck, all that stuff. And and when you start a group, of course your destiny is in your own hands. But there will be times where you just might need other results to go your way, or the scheduling to just. I mean, this isn't offered as an excuse. Ultimately, if you don't get enough points, you don't get enough points. But Celtic have been up against it in this group for a long time. Yeah, I, th- I think right from the start, obviously getting the Ferns Faros double header has been good for Celtic in the sense of, as you say, you guarantee Europa Conference League at the, at the very worst. But yeah, the way the fixtures are going to fall, it doesn't help. And, and I just think going to Leverkusen, even getting a point over there, I mean, for me, Bayer Leverkusen are, are, are a team that could go very, very far in this tournament. You know, I think they've got so much talent and, and you would expect them to beat Celtic. So it then leaves it. Is it going to still be alive in the final game? I don't know. Um, so yeah, but I, I think if you, if you just go back to Wednesday night, I think, I think you take any away away win in Europe at all um, for a Scottish team. And I thought going forward, Kyogo, I'll sound like Hugh Keevans here, but it just shows he has to be played through the middle because his touch, his movement, his pace, his finishing, everything about him, I, I just think he's a, he's a superstar. Yeah, and Alex, there's something about us football fans, we're, we're, we're simple at the end of the yeah. day, you... You can win games by getting goal scorers from anywhere And it doesn't really matter But there's something good about when it's your attacking players yeah. That are all contributing And you know that they're all going to you know, assist one another Or score And that's kind of what we're seeing um, From Celtic's front three Particularly the yeah. other night And we're seeing it across uh, across the, the rest of the campaign Gordon uh, Jota's come in He's been a breath of fresh air I think he's a really exciting player You know he scored that goal Come in off the post Slight deflection Kyogo always looks as if he's going to cause problems He's so sharp in the box And one thing he showed the other night as well Was a, a level of composure You know, he feints to shoot Brings it back on his left And then manages to get the goal And for someone so young as well Abada coming off that right-hand side You know, I think the manager's taken him out uh, Over the piece as well He's put Jotter on there And put uh, variations Mikey Johnson coming on the left-hand side So I think uh, the front three will be a delight for him Because if you're a, a player And we've all played in various teams When the front three are causing all sorts of problems Or assists and scoring mm-hmm. goals it generates confidence Now at the start of the season We were talking about Celtic Were pretty 
iffy at the back They seem to have kind of uh, nullified that domestically However, you know, there'll still be a concern at that level uh, because of the quality and mm. the punishing quite quite the thing, and I think the, he has to be more pragmatic when he goes to Leverkusen because if you're taking something out of the game and you're going toe to toe with with them over there, Gordon, mm. I think it could be a long night for them. And as we said, Fraser, that the makeup of the group is such that although Rangers might feel an, an air of disappointment, a missed opportunity about Bronby, they still have got a very good chance of going through when you look at that group table, level on points with Prague, having to welcome Prague to Ibrox. You can see why, um, despite that mild disappointment the other night, it's still looking fairly encouraging. Yeah, but I think given Rangers' performances in recent uh, seasons, Gordon, away from home, I think it was a real disappointment to, to only get a point against Bromby. In the end, given I'm defeated in the last half hour, I'm sure, they'll take that point. But if they'd won the game, then a win against Sparta and they were through. Whereas if even to beat Sparta, it was then going to go down to a very complicated system of of head-to-head that could be levelled and it goes to goal difference as well so it's still up in the air even if they beat Sparta which I think is a real disappointment that's why I think Stephen Gerrard wasn't entirely happy he knew a win would mean a win against Sparta at home and they were through so I think that's a real disappointing aspect of, of, uh, of Thursday night and it was symptomatic of, of Rangers' season to be honest with you you know just a mixed bag where they, they couldn't really get going and they were they were scrappy at times as well the forward line having scored six at the weekend couldn't didn't look like scoring until it changes and I think the pluses were had you looked a wee bit sharper and Ryan Kent coming on interesting to see whether he starts to war I think he will but he maybe won't play 90 I've given he's had a hamstring injury but uh, he looked as sharp as he's been all season I thought he was excellent when he came on but I, th- I think all in all yeah Rangers will take the point given where they were with half an hour to go but uh, disappointing and it's really kept the qualification up there although they have got a better chance than Celtic Yeah I mean Alex I guess Rangers have set their own bar on this in the last couple of seasons you know call it victims of their own success or whatever but you know they've They've dealt with a lot of good teams in Europe um, Steven Gerrard was Clearly not happy yeah. With what he witnessed the other night At times Although it got better as the game progressed And I think he said something along the lines of That they've just not got going in Europe this season Is that, is that fair? Yeah, without doubt Gordon And I think when you actually look at the group campaign Having lost the opening two games you, You're then playing catch up uh, I think there was a source of frustration with Steven Gerrard And the players Because they felt as if they could get three points on the road That you've seen it uh, time after time one of the concerns for Stevens got to be the amount of goals that they're conceding first. I think that's 10 out of 22. So you're almost at half the games you're having to play catch up and you cannot be reacting on the back of going behind mm. on. You know, you have to be a lot more uh, resolute uh, than that. I actually thought they started the game not bad. I thought they had a couple of opportunities. Yeah. They had the goal and then Morelos had a decent opportunity. Then he just fell out of the game, Gordon. And uh, I think from him, post-match, he says that the front three were poor and, you know, mm. there's got to be changes and so forth. So... I expect it to be that way tomorrow and fresh, freshen up. Yeah, what do you make of that? Because Kenny Miller was in last night, obviously knows that striker position at, at Rangers well, and instead he almost felt like Steven Gerrard was... He, he had to play Sakala the other night because he's well, gone and scored a hat-trick at the weekend. You have to play him, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right call in hindsight. Sure. And then you look at, yes, for all that people keep talking about his link-up play, Morelos clearly not at the height Steven sure. Gerrard wants him to be at. So how do you see the, that overall area? Yeah, it was an interesting uh, post-match, Gordon Because he's, think, he's questioning himself whether he got it right Now, I don't think anybody in this studio If you went into that game, he says Who are you playing up front? The performance at the weekend, you would go You have to go again You know, obviously it didn't pan out that way And the saving grace for Steven Gerrard Was that he had uh, Kent, Roof and Hadji to bring on So the options that Rangers now have To then change the game And I thought it brought a right spark to the game There seems to be overloads in the middle of the park 
Uh, and I've been saying for weeks that they need to get Ryan Kent up to speed. I thought he was really uh, influential the other night. But I still, I look at a player who's been out for seven or eight weeks gone, and I still think the mm. quicker they get him up to that 100% sharpness and, and playing a lot sustained, I think he can have a big uh, impact in the next couple of weeks. I mean, Gordon, that triple change on the 55th minute, that's not something you see from any manager, really, and particularly Steven Gerrard. I can't remember him doing that in his time, so that speaks volumes for what he made of it up until that point. I think just when he was watching the game, you could uh, the camera was going on to him, Gordon, you could see the frustration in him. And I think he just got to the point where he says, do you know what? It can't be any worse than this. I'm with Alec. I thought Rangers started the game pretty well. I really did. Um, they looked like they were comfortable in the game. Once again, set play uh, undoes them. And they get the, the Balogun... I don't know what he's doing I know that at real speed You're thinking Well it's very hard does, to, can to, I don't know I don't Matt's a defender I'll leave that one up to him Me personally I think he should clear it But um, I just think that The change Needed that freshness Gordon I was expecting One or two Didn't, didn't see the three coming But you've got to say Managers earn their corn By making substitutions At the, a certain time To change a game Get yourself back into a game Or win a game and he certainly made a big impact mm. with three changes. We get back to the question here. They've got so many options up there. Sakala, for me, is still a bit short. I know he got the hat trick, and I agree with the boys, I would have started him as well. But he's still a bit short for mm. me just now. Who is the best front three for Rangers? I would get them, and I would keep going with them, and I'd play with them. But you've got to make sure, like Alex said there, you can't be giving away goals and chasing the game all the time. You've got to get that back door closed uh, what Rangers were really really good at When they won the league They were very hard to break down Hard to score against Now They're giving you goals uh, And then Hot on the heels of that game and, and Rangers Arriving back Roger came the news Of The financial results Coming out of Ibrox An operating loss of £23.5 million For the year ending uh, 30th of June 2021 Always say it I think we would all acknowledge We're not uh, Particular experts in, in that area but, but you don't Necessarily have to be To, to realise that There's a good bit of work To be done in that department Yeah and I think that Douglas Park And the Rangers board Admitted as much Themselves Gordon um, You know f- Football clubs Tend to run At a loss I was reading something Recently I think Off the back of, of Covid down south I think Deloitte Put a report out That said pre-tax losses For the 20 English Premier League sides Was just under One billion pounds in 2019-20 so clubs do lose money they've probably lost more in the last 18 months because of Covid and associated issues than any of them were ever dreamt of losing so Rangers know the situation they're in I think there was a line in the annual report that they need a loan of £7.5 million before the end of the season but Rangers since Dave King went to the club six years ago or whatever it was and then you know Douglas Park has taken over they do tend to find wealthy Rangers supporters Douglas Park himself John Bennett the three Bears who tend to pick up the slack for want of a better expression they tend to pump the money into the club to keep it going at the level that they want to keep it going at and also also, they do have big assets on the field of play. Alfredo Morelos, Ryan Kent, Glenn Kamara, Nathan Patterson to name but four. So I think once Rangers get that transfer model operating the way they want it to, buying in young players, developing them, selling them for a higher sum, I think you're probably going forward, you'll see those figures coming down again. Fraser Wishart, what did you read into it? 
Well, I, th I think the transfer model, is, as Roger said, you know, it's clear that uh, over the last four or five years that they've been looking to bring in players the way Celtic have done so successfully for so many years, develop them and sell them on. That the problem is when it's to, to pay off maybe maybe debts or bring them finances to almost a break-even basis, then the fans demand that these players are replaced, and that's not easy. And Celtic have done that well over the years because the, the money they brought in has, has been in a profit. So they might have to look at that that model and look at selling one or two players. I, I think it points to me how important this league season is. I mean, Hughes made comments over the, the piece about last season being the biggest season ever, the most important league season ever, because it was 10 in a row. This one's equally as important now because the winner goes straight into the Champions League. And you're talking about the results during the week as well. We need to keep our coefficient. It's actually not been a great season. We are actually 25th this season, but we're 9th overall. If we stay 9th and Ukraine and Russia are just behind us, then it could be automatically Champions League for the following season as well. So the, this this season's league title is absolutely vital for, for both teams because it's straight into the Champions League. 30 million minimum plus maybe 10 million more in gate receipts and perhaps bonuses as well. That would be absolutely vital to Rangers. I mean, Alex, the, the side of it that's most interesting to us and to football fans, almost relevant, I should say, is what does this mean for the football team? You know, and, and, and the guys are mentioning Champions League qualification at the end of the season could make that picture look yeah. very different. Obviously, everyone keeps saying it. We're waiting on that big player sale or, or even a, a medium-sized player sale at this point. What, what do you make of the, that picture going forward? Well, it's inevitable that they have to uh, implement that um, particular transfer model sooner rather than later. Gone. This this can't. This is not sustainable going forward. You know, when you're looking at that. Now we have to factor in that COVID last year. You know, uh, turnover was down considerably as well. But moving forward. This title win is as big as anyone. I agree with Fraser there. I don't know if it was Hugh saying it the other night as well. If they can secure that there, and you know, you know, it's a long way to go, and it uh, uh, um, puts more pressure on the team as well because you know the significance of it. But next summer, because of where players are as well with the uh, the terms of their uh, contracts, you know, some of them going into the last year, most certainly players will go out. Now you won't get the same value you might have got when they've got two or three years on on that deal, or they might try and renegotiate. But that will probably kick in next summer, regardless. Now if Rangers don't win the league then you're having to sell players because you can't run with these losses uh, indefinitely. Uh, but I think, as I said earlier on, I think the board have doubled down. They've thought we're not selling any of our assets in the summer. Now, there's obviously interest for uh, Nathan Patterson, so if there was a real concern for money, they would have sold that boy, even though a couple of years down the line you might have got a lot more for him. For me, it's about trying to get this title secured uh, this summer and then they then have to implement that moving forward so that they're trying to get a break-even. We'll go back around the grounds next Big games coming up at 3 o'clock The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Building up to kick off in the 3 o'clock games Just around the corner Let's go back to Tynecastle Hearts up against Dundee United These sides level on points Two of the early season success stories Fraser Wishart of the campaign So lots to look forward to this afternoon yeah, perhaps United maybe the surprise. Uh, I, I thought Hearts would be top five and certainly up near the top, but they, they've they've started really, really well. United, you know, Tam Coots isn't he? Isn't he shy? He's a confident guy. You know, when you think of the sort of doubts at the start of the season, somebody may not played at a high level and coming into such a big job. But uh, I, I noticed in the press today with a big a big interview, and he was saying that he challenged the board that they have the same ambition as him. So so fair play. He's done a good job. 
and it'll be interesting to see whether they can keep up this good run. I do think Hearts will stay up the top end of the table, but you mentioned earlier, Gordon, about uh, the, the miss that Liam Boyce is over, over recent weeks, you know, and they've not been in a great run. You know, they've been unbeaten with a couple of draws, and they lost to Aberdeen to break that unbeaten run. But you look at it, Boyce has scored six and ten. The second top scorer is John Souter with three, and, and Kingsley's got two, and the rest are, are, are a handful of them in one. And the, the strike force today, Gary Mackay, Stephen, Ginelli, Woodburn, two goals between them this season. Woodburn hasn't scored, so uh, a bit of a challenge for those three. And Hearts are maybe hoping they don't go behind because I don't think there's a lot of goals in this team. And I don't see a lot of goals in this game. Two strong defences. I do think Hearts will win it just by the odd goal, but uh, I think it'll be a great occasion. Big United support to my right, as I mentioned earlier. That's what they bring. Good to see them back and good to see the fans back here as well. Scottish people need all the big teams in the top half of the table, certainly in the in the top league. But uh, the first goal for me will be crucial. Neither team scores a lot of goals, but and they're strong at the back. So I think maybe who scores first might win the game. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Looking forward to them all, actually. Aberdeen against Motherwell at Pataudry. Dave Galloway, how quickly things change. I think we referenced it last week, but you can add to that now. Remember, it was 10 without a win for Aberdeen. Beat Hibs, beat Hearts and draw at Ibrox all in the space of a week or so. And things are clearly... Looking a lot better. Yeah, a, a brilliant uh, mini run, um, but that's all it is. You know, the view in the home camp, absolutely nobody's getting carried away. I was uh, talking during the week to, to Dylan McGeoch and uh, Stephen Glass, but the feet are very much on the ground. The view in the home camp is, yeah, they rounded off, you know, a really good week by defeating Hearts, but that's just three games, and there's a determination to ensure that all that good work isn't undone. Uh, this afternoon um, just looking at the visitors form um, interesting to see that it's literally turned upside down five matches without defeat followed by five matches without victory and after Rangers hammered them of course six days ago this is a really big test of character for the Steelmen yeah some good goal scorers on show today Tony Watt eight goals in all competitions this season Christian Ramirez nine goals in all competitions this season so which one of them um, could come out on top there St Johnston against St Mirren Only one point between the sides As we mentioned St Mirren not with a good record up there um, Are these two more of the unpredictable sides so far this season David Where you don't quite know what you're going to get Yeah I think so I think I think they've been crapping down And you know For some good wins Of some bad defeats They've probably not done maybe as, as well as, as fans of each side Expected, I think Jim McGrath coming back from injury is a huge boost for St Man. I think he adds really something different, you know. I think St Man did pretty well to keep a hold of him in the, in the, in the sum of it. For St Johnson, we spoke earlier on about how St Man haven't scored here for seven years. St Johnson have only scored eight goals in 12 Premiership games this season, Gordon, and I think that's why they are where they are. You know, it's, it's a staggering record, really. Um, so I think Callum Davis and these guys like Chris Kane, Glenn Middleton can really step up today because I think it'll be a tough, tight match, but St Johnson need to go on the goal trail as well Yeah definitely looking forward to that one Those sides like we said separated by just one point Jamie McGrath coming into that team of course Eamon Brophy dropping uh, to the bench That's your three Premiership offerings Remember no Livy Hibs today due to that Covid situation at Easter Road uh, there is a big game at Rugby Park though in the Championship The Championship's a great division As it always is, it's always you know highly competitive Kilmarnock um, at the right end of it Partick Thistle The visitors to Rugby Park today Roger Hanna Yeah and we're looking forward to it The Championship is almost divided in the middle Gordon There seems to be five teams pushing to go up And five teams below them fighting to stay up And, and Thistle will want to stay in touch 
with that top five, if you like, the four points off the pace, the four points off those playoff places that Wraith and Arbroath are in with Cali Thistle at the minute. So they want to come here and get something so that the gap doesn't grow any further. Ian McCall has got big ambitions for this Partick Thistle team. And after that terrific 6-1 win on the Friday night at Hamilton three weeks ago or so, 3-0-0 draws hasn't really satisfied those ambitions of McCall's. He spent a lot of his management time down in this neck of woods with Air United um, and he will want to come here and halt probably Kilmarnock's best run of the season, Gordon. Yeah, an unforgiving division as well. We've seen some teams struggling. Um, Hamilton Aki's changed their manager early on. Uh, Air United changed their manager, as we know. Uh, Jim Duffy's in there. Dunfermline are looking for a manager. Roger Hanna, we had Kenny Miller in the studio last night. I'm sure that's one that he would... Uh, Perhaps be interested in How do you see that one panning out? Um, yeah, I think Kenny is interested And I've seen a few names linked through the week Mark Fotheringham was an intriguing one I think he's got links with the German owners at Dunfermline um, John Robertson was another one I saw getting a mention through the week The one I haven't necessarily seen mentioned That completely baffles me Is Dick Campbell Because look where Dick Campbell's are broadside are On their budget And look where Dunfermline Athletic are on their budget He's a local man, he's been at the club, he's got a link with the club, he was managing at the club in the Premier Division days a few years ago, and I just cannot understand for the life of me why the board and the director of football, Thomas Megal, haven't gone to our broth and asked for permission to speak to Dick Campbell, because if there is one guy with a record in the Championship that would breathe fresh life into the Fermilion Athletic, it's Dick Campbell. Could be time to reunite the DL Wilson dream team. If you ask me, Alex Ray, you'd get a game. Don't worry, I'm not overlooking you. I think you'd play. Understand? What do you think? And, and the reason the new owners haven't went to Dick Campbell, simple, they wouldn't understand the word he was saying. <laughs> with the amount of swear words that comes out of Dick's mouth. But I agree with Roger. I think Dick's done a terrific job. He's been there before. I don't see that happening. I think they'll go for a younger sort of a coach down that road, Gordon. Right, let's leave it there because the three o'clock kickoffs fast approaching, and we will do them next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've just about got enough time the break to get some predictions from you lot. Mark Wilson, Gordon Yell, Alex Ray, oh, give us your. your I was enjoying the tune. What's the ACA looking like this afternoon? <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Motherwell will get a draw. At Pataudry I do I wow. think Aberdeen, well, Aberdeen, get, Aberdeen get a few players out Motherwell That front three I think Look impressive So I think they'll nick a draw I think Hearts will Actually beat Dundee United Even though I, I said <laughs> <laughs> Well I said it'd be a tricky <laughs> one Hearts will beat Dundee United And it'll be a draw St Johnson Against St Mirren And Kelly Will win in the other game It's all over the place this guy He's changing his mind What are you going for? I'm going Simple for me Four home wins Alright okay that was I'm, that. Ta- I'm taking Kamanok in you Yeah yeah, absolutely, yes. that's one oh. of our featured matches okay. Okay. I'm, Alex going four home wins. I'm going for Hearts to draw with Dundee United St Mirren to draw, draw with St Mirren Aberdeen to beat Motherwell Kelly to beat Partick Thistle Goal flashes With Aspire Industrial Services Leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear Let's find out then The game's about to get underway around the country Three big matches in the Premiership Big games down the divisions and of course two huge matches to look forward to tomorrow It's then the start of a big international week It really is a huge important time uh, for Scottish football But we're looking forward to Saturday 3 o'clock Teams coming out at the big venues And we'll find out what happens between now and 5 o'clock At which point it will be over to you By then you will be fed up of listening to us Let me assure you of that So you can pick up the phone at 5 o'clock 
And let us know what is on your mind Take the number down right now if you want 01419511025 And when I give you the cue Pick up the phone and talk to us You can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter At Clyde SSB We'll be asking a lot of you We'll have the usual teasers And various other things you can get involved with But at the moment just sit back And enjoy and hopefully we get some Enjoyable football uh, To keep us all entertained I think there will be a minute silence At all the grounds this afternoon By the looks of it As we edge closer to um, Remembrance Day So 6th of November at the moment Certainly doing that at Tynecastle And Pataudry At the moment And I assume everywhere else But we're almost getting underway And uh, good good afternoon of football Gordon like we said Aberdeen Motherwell Level on points Hearts United Level on points And St Johnson St Mirren just one point between them Yeah, lots to play for It'll be interesting to see the league At five o'clock tonight, Gordon uh, Depending on these results There'll be close games I think that uh, the boys are in for some Entertaining football this afternoon On a cold day um, And I'm looking forward to it And especially at Petordry Can Aberdeen keep that good run going? Um, the manager came in for a lot of criticism But he's turned things around in the last week Motherwell are in a bad run just now They need to get some performances And some wins Hearts Dundee United for Fraser Is an absolute cracker St Johnston St Mirren Well we never know what we're getting there And Roger Hanna Back with us down at Rugby Park It is one of the coldest places to ever be On a Saturday afternoon At this time of the year And I wish them well Yeah looking forward to them all Alex Ray We've got our, our eyes across A lot of the action Particularly Motherwell's trip to Aberdeen And Real interesting period this for Motherwell Because they're five without a win And they've lost four of them Which yeah. is obviously not good Even I, the eternal optimist when it comes to these things Could not try and spin that any other way However yep. um, Those four losses have been against Rangers, Celtic, Dundee United and Hearts The four best teams if you like in, in the league so far this season Yeah, without doubt Gordon uh, You have to put it in context They have had a, a tricky spell at the moment Hold but yeah. that thought, we've got an early goal Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Kilmarnock nil Partick Thistle 1 Doherty wow. with the pass Zach Rudden With the finish Just keep him away From the cameras After the game Because he's been getting A bit of stick off His manager For his post-match interviews But he has scored Zach Rudden Kelly think it's offside um, But the assistant And the referee don't And Partick Thistle Take the lead Yeah brilliant start For Partick Thistle I'm sure they've taken A good uh, following down there As well Kilmarnock's uh, Kind of on a decent run At the moment Gone. They'll be looking to Extend a the lead at the top of the league But going back to the to the Motherwell thing I think as a manager You have to factor in the opposition Now obviously you'd be disappointed Because you want to nick the odd point You want to put a bit more of a challenge Over the next couple of weeks They've still got more difficult fixtures as well You know I think they've got Hearts They've also got um, you know Aberdeen away today They've also got Dundee United coming up So mm-hmm. it doesn't get any easier But the quicker they can get that win Again it'll just get them going in the right direction Yeah sometimes Gordon You need a, a shock result to mm-hmm. Yeah to kickstart things in Aberdeen when they were in that poor run Mother will beat them 2-0 at Fir Park although Aberdeen felt they played well um, at that period but they, you need something to just to stop it because as Alex says it, on one hand you can say well do you know what there's no shame in losing to Rangers and Celtic Dundee United and Hearts but then if you apply that to Aberdeen mm-hmm. today and then it's Hearts again next week so if you, if you apply it to that as well all of a sudden you've not won in you know, ten games or whatever it is. Yeah, and even the one that you you, you had to draw two 0 against St Mirren, and you're thinking right at home you should see that out. But St Mirren were a better side and deserve to come back. You're looking at an Aberdeen team, Gordon, that's got a few injuries as well. You're looking at an Aberdeen team only a week ago come under a lot a lot of pressure. 
Um, so if Motherwell can go up there and start the game properly, I think they've got probably the strongest. Van Veen, for me, I, I can't understand why he's ever left out the side. I think he gives the side so much as a centre forward. I think oh. with Tony Watt there, I think they're a real threat. But Graham Alexander seems mm. to, th- in, you know, certain games, leave the striker on the bench. <laughs> Are you watching these tackles, Daz? This is right up my street. Van Veen smashes one of the Aberdeen players, and then uh, who's it comes Jordan off the right? Roberts. Jordan, Jordan Roberts, Roberts comes in yeah. and smashes, I think it was Ferguson. So there's a real intent uh, about Motherwell today. Uh, Graham Alexander on the touchline, just hoping that he can get this one up and, and running in a positive fashion. Of course, Stephen Glass feeling a lot better about himself at the moment. Right, Mark Wilson, are you ready? You're yes. Hugh Keevans for the Give afternoon. No pressure. <laughs> the first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Okay, 10 men have managed a team in the Scottish Cup final since 2000 and have also played in a Scottish Cup final at any point in their career. Can you name them? So 10 men have managed a team in the Scottish Cup final since 2000 and have also played in a Scottish Cup final at any point in their career. Can you name them? That's a great question. At Clyde SSB, you need to get over there. You need to send us one tweet with all 10 names on it and you need to do it quicker than everyone else so get thinking that first half teaser if that's up your street and you think you know the answers even if you want to throw a couple in and take part that's absolutely fine but to win it you need all 10 at Clyde SSB the thing is all these names individually are they're gettable but mm. you know trying to recall all mm, 10 of them yeah. that could be tricky Alex Softy a flyer what do yeah, you mean yeah. we're a joint I, I don't see you doing anything uh, you're just standing looking <laughs> vacant I'm, I'm watching the, I'm watching the game it's a real real Start at Pittori Gordon A few tackles flying in Don Roberts a bit, a bit uh, Kind of lenient here yeah, I think really? so Yeah there's another one That's, that's, that's a yellow be a booking. Wow. That's a booking for me You can't get away from that And I, I hate this Well it's the first uh, Three four minutes of the game Try and keep the game flowing That's a booking All day long uh, mm. Yeah I mean Aberdeen looking lively Motherwell are looking lively At Bringing people down um, not, not a great deal else At the moment It has to be said It looks like a matter of time Before the Dons open the scoring It must be said Liam Kelly has to scramble And push one away For Aberdeen's second corner Inside the yeah. opening four Do you know, minutes Do he's decent Gordon I like the boy Watkins You know I think he's very energetic Oh he's strong He's powerful, powerful yeah. yeah Played against him a few times Strong power It was that Ferguson Congratulations Willow And letting him out of your back pocket Yeah yeah <laughs> But he's been he, He's been around You know but, but I think Liam Kelly Could he do better there is he, could he have went oh, no, I, I think that's a decent enough save yeah. I think that Mother will need to be careful here Because Aberdeen are certainly putting a bit of pressure on They've got a bit of confidence from You know the, the couple of wins mm. Going to Ibrox and a real good performance And getting the draw So I think Mother will just need to steady the ship A little bit here Go and settle down You just forget the company that this guy used to keep This guy on your yes. right Mark Wilson We were talking about that great stat that we discovered Um Earlier on, it's seven years since Dundee United won at Tynecastle. Mark mm. Wilson played uh, that mm. day. See why has sent me the team. You've got Mark Wilson at right back, Andy Robertson at left yeah, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how what, whatever happened to him? Boss. And just in front of Mark Wilson, Stuart Armstrong as well. <sighs> Do you think they are I nurtured th- them all Do you think nurtured they are thinking about Mark Wilson this no, afternoon? No, the way at, that he's w- thinking about them. Look yeah. at the careers these boys have went on to have. 
and look at what Walsh is standing it's, 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 in here. He's standing in here with a five quid jumper on. Let me say, and <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was on Sean's jumper. Five quid jumper, and it's not even ironed. <laughs> and, and it's an exercise of a shop. I take my granddaughter and to buy her wee jammies. Yeah, yeah. He's standing with a five quid jumper. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I did. I did let it slip. I did bring on myself. I did uh, highlight where I got my jump. I think, I, I think, I think it looks magnificent. It's great. It's, I, I should have ironed the creases at the arms right enough. This is a guy that loses twelve grand watches in Spain, standing my five quid jumper. You hang on, there, Robertson's walking about one Emma. <laughs> no, come here. We can't name the shop, but it's it's it does some P. great stuff. Aye, starts with a P and ends, ends in a, Mark. Ends in a remark. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Ray is just getting stuck right into this teaser. Oh, well, 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 like, Nobody's really bothered that it's for the listeners, mate. Just calm down. Take Did, your we, we like to get it. We've got it in two minutes. It's quite easy this week. Is it? Uh, no, ne- never let it be said that it, it is not taken seriously, right? Did yes. you know that on, see on, th- on Thursday night, about, and no exaggeration here, maybe about an hour and a half after the full time whistle in Copenhagen, I got a message on social media from. Someone on the Rangers team bus Someone who had played In the game in Copenhagen Yes with, And it was a A selfie To, to use the You don't even know mm. what that is Yeah I do, I do, but, I do. Um, of, <laughs> It's a different meaning for you Is it not? Of him <laughs> and uh, another player Who had played in the game in Copenhagen mm-hmm. Who had heard The Who am I From Saturday's show Yes I know who it was And decide, and it was driving them nuts and they said, y- you, need to, you need to tell me more. What, what, what was the exact question? We need clues. It's driving us nuts here on the bus on the way back after the game and we couldn't get it. And if, remember, do you remember the answer was Jackie, Jackie McNamara yeah. last Saturday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I just dropped in a little clue. He was Scottish and, and that was it. They, and they got it. They came back. Well, I'll just yeah. tell who it was. It was uh, McGregor. Well, he was one of the, the yeah, guilty parties. He texted me as well, by the way. But the, 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 I feel the other one. Well it was Scott Arfield was If you remember the question was I've played with yeah. Scott Arfield Etc yes. etc et Because they played at Falkirk So it's not, it's not There's no messing about here These are Europa League questions We're producing <laughs> Fantastic. Top draw Top draw I wonder if they'll get these ones today I've got another one 100% The bottom one? Yes That's all day long hmm. let's, let's have a look at my list yeah, yes, believe me, yes. Yes. Sterling Albion are a goal down An own goal from Adam Cummins In 10 minutes Stenhouse Muir have the lead in that one um, Brannigan's had a free kick save by Hemming uh, Tommy Wright and Kenny Arthur have been booked So the two dugouts wow. maybe going at it a little bit I don't mind at, that I don't mind that Park. Dazzler The dugouts are having a wee go at each other By the other. way In this Aberdeen Motherwell game oh. There's some of the tackles yeah, a ball back it's all to the, Motherwell players were really committing well, well, well a ball back to Kelly there and it's Marley Watkins who's running in on him a, a kind of short back pass and he takes him out and has the referee not produced a yellow card for that no, no. that's, that's, that's amazing. amazing that is astonishing isn't it but, and by the way this is um, you, this is not anything about bias because Barry Maguire deserved one a second ago but how is how can that not be a booking it's incredible it's incredible it's absolutely incredible yeah, and Van it, Veen just Liam moments Kelly's ago had one in Bates as well that got let go wow. I mean the, see, see nine, the thing ten is, minutes in it's, the uh, thing is now Willow he would find it hard to book someone because of so many late it ones. was going to happen though he's going to get to 20, 20 minutes, minutes in yes. and he'll just pick a random tackle or that's no worse than yeah, any of the previous ones totten up one you know yeah, where you the start point three fingers that, that you used to yeah. Yeah, you can't do that if it's not someone who's Who's committed previous yeah. Disney work and radio Mark Just to let you know Did Dazzy's uh, one count No That one bottom one Yeah the one no. with the blue pen yeah. You are no. a bit too obsessed With the teaser Let's oh, just, right, just let, it, let it bubble away Just you know, yeah. it's just It's just there in the background it's just, we'll just, come just, I, want it, I want to get there Before the rest of the callers 
Uh, another great save from Craig Gordon I'm just going to get a clip of me saying that So I can replay it and save myself the bother Every week when he inevitably does it yeah. uh, Declan Glass with the effort um, Craig Gordon has Already won the player of the year Has he in Scotland? Yes. Yeah a long time Before. ago yeah. mm-hmm. Now you know if Hearts continue In good vein of form He will certainly be among the nominees This year, I'm not saying he's going to win it But if, if Hearts are at the top end of the table The amount of World class saves he's made already this season. He's got to be in people's thinking. So, uh, what a signing I was. We keep going back to Celtic, and it was a slip for him to let him go. But um, I mean, what a goalkeeper! Still performing at that age, unbelievable. Air nil, Inverness one. Sean Welsh with the goal on the thirteenth minute. There, Jim Duffy won't be happy with that one. Inverness go in front. Um, lots happening at Tynecastle. Seagrist is now saved from Woodburn as well Up the other end Curtis Maines Shot wide for St Mirren St Mirren looking bright in the Battle of the Saints And uh, Motherwell not offering a great deal In an attacking sense Gordon you have to say No Aberdeen are They look like they're up for us Gordon They've started really really well Motherwell just As I say They're away from home They're in a poor run Aberdeen are playing well A bit of confidence they know they've got the support behind them now. The manager said to them, look, go out there and go on the front foot. But Motherwell just got to dig in, keep the game nice and, you know, level, make sure they don't give anything away cheaply. Because they've certainly got the firepower going up front to score. But can they defend and hold out this afternoon? Because Aberdeen look like they're right up for this. Yeah, they have to weather the storm because, as you say, Dazzler, they are very much on the front foot, you know, committing a lot of fouls, Motherwell. The key is to just try and get some territory within the game. If you head over to our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB, not only can you take part in that teaser and yeah. send us your answers, got a bit of fun on there for you this afternoon. I do yes. like this one, I have to say. Did you know it was <laughs> the answer to this must be no? Did you know it was Connor Salmon's birthday today? With no, no. disrespect to Connor, do, no. you, do you care to him? Probably not, right? That's harsh on, on Connor. No offence no. if he's listening. But what it did do is it gave producer Callum an excuse to wish him happy birthday on Twitter and roll out arguably the greatest picture in Scottish football history you must have seen it when Partick Thistle were sponsored I think by Pizza Express and that was like his man of the match award or something and he's standing did they get beat actually? Um, I think they did so his face is like fizz he's looking he's raging he's got mud all over his head because he's got your haircut Alex yes, Ray yes, yes. and he's Lovely. just standing with the pizza box open it's <laughs> looking as if like what am I doing here? get me out of here ground <laughs> swallow me up since it's his birthday we just shamelessly thought we'd use that as an excuse to put it on Twitter but ask you what is the greatest most iconic Scottish football picture of all time now clearly since we're using Connor Salmon as inspiration here we can have a bit of fun with this it might be a bit of a tongue in cheek one it might be something a bit funny something a bit controversial uh, but what is the in quotation marks greatest most iconic image ever in Scottish football is it Mark Wilson in his Helly Hansen jacket mm. and the Bombay mm. Jeans menu belter. perhaps yeah, yeah. I, is I'll it Gordon that. DL no. Uh, no. opening a shop with Natalie Imbruglia in Kirkcaldy is it Alex Ray way back when he actually had hair mm. or something else I'll tell you who'll been there right uh, you guys will probably well Alec will remember him guaranteed will been there John Martin the ex-Airdrie goalkeeper with a sombrero on no he dressed up as a fairy right. once as well He's the, the, <laughs> excuse he, me they could have got him dressed up as anything he fell for every single one right, okay. Google John Martin I remember he had a, 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 a sombrero on I don't know what he was advertising Roger Hanna would have played a big part in that in Hamilton Aki's won or both nil Andy Ryan with the penalty air of uh, levelled by the way um, against Inverness so that's a 
a quick turnaround in that one um, But I'm looking forward to this I think we'll have some some great answers Alexander's gone for Remember when Josh Windass Wiped out Pedro Cachinha On the touchline <laughs> Yeah He sent us the picture of Windass sliding Cachinha's in the air Mikael Lustig's kind of trying to catch him That's not a bad one Would uh, Murphy's handstand Come into that well, reckoning? I, I think it was more of a headstand If you okay. give it the right yeah. terminology <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that, It was at uh, Dens Park Yes That was good wasn't uh, it? I remember that I remember yeah. it That was the best thing He, he actually done the dugout um, But L- Lustig uh, Lustig with a police hat on Is there a photo going about with that Not to be Not advised Just but as well it wasn't Not advised the run uh, yeah. <laughs> The Monday after that game Yeah I, I, What I know when I, It's not, nothing to do with Scotland But it's so iconic That all Scottish people loved that Maradona when he punches the ball into the net That still is, is on yes, so yes. many people's See I must wall. admit I, I'm a, Just with a kind of twisted sense of humour I'm looking for something not as obvious as that yeah. You know I'm looking for Oh I forgot about that You know you're, you're about to Tell me ah. about Muhammad Ali standing yeah. over. You know, we're, we're looking for. Well, I don't think Muhammad no. Ali's today with Scottish football. Is we're he, looking but... for the weird and wonderful. Ah, oh, tell you what, we we set these things up for ourselves sometimes. Do you know what's in here? Kevin McHugh, Mark Wilson, and that shirt, that silver <laughs> shirt <laughs> that he had on. Oh, tin foil in sports. Strictly and... come dancing shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wore ones, put in the bin. Scrumpled up and put you in the don't bin. Get the Scr- scrumpled up, kept the chicken in it. Surely you must have gave that your own man. Oh, He'd have looked at thing me with that. You'd have loved it at the Hamilton races. Oh, aye. Ah, here's one topical for today's fixture as well. Can't argue with this. Motherwell at Pitodry. What comes next? McGee. Yes, Mark McGee in the stand. Oh, with the phone. And the boys filming him. Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah. And, he, and the video just cuts out as he's pointing right to him, big raging look in his face. Mother will have conceded seven, uh, scored only two in return. Mark McGee's is that allowed? I like that. I really like that. That's what I was hoping for. That level of comedy. That level of humility. It was you and Kears who sent that one, and he says, "Surely, I agree, you. Surely, that has to be, has to be in there. Has to be a shout." The big boy John Marm was a character, a dazzler. And but you could have got him dressed up in. Anything. He used it to do the karaoke. Ah, uh, brilliant. In Tenerife. Great boy. Great what a boy. chanter. Good goalkeeper. Ah, I like this one for a, a numerous reasons. JC Boyce sent in. Remember it. Roma. Was to say Roma. To yeah. You. Or Jim McLean, Walter Smith. Jim McLean, After Walter Smith. Yeah. That's that's. They're getting the the universal signal for go away <laughs> from the from the Italian players as they walk off yes and well, what about the Gattuso one would that come under because he Wait, played Joe Jordan, Joe Jordan. Oh, I like that well, I like that as well mm. that Jim McLean one's a cracker isn't yeah. it that's an absolute cracker Walter Smith look, he looks pretty cool he's just keeping his cool in the background he's he's <laughs> it's a brilliant I'm just looking at it JC thank you for sending that one in no trouble um, it was a bad back pass there Gordon I think it was Hedges chasing it down yeah, I think the goalkeeper hits it off him, spins up to the air, and they get away with that one there, Motherwell. It's the second time Liam Kelly's been put under pressure like that with a kind of short back pass. Yeah. Twice he's got on the end there, but I don't know. It's a, oh, <sighs> good chance oh for Aberdeen Was that again. Ferguson? Was a Ferguson just over, so Motherwell riding their luck a wee bit at the minute. Not often much going the other way. Not seen much of Roberts, Water, Van Veen, and the Aberdeen half. That's got to be a disappointment. See when you look at the back three for Aberdeen, you've got Scott Brown still playing there, and those front three go, going mm. against them. You've got to put him under more pressure. What a chance for Ferguson. He drove in from the right hand side. He's got to do better. Yeah, well, he finds it. I actually think it popped up, does. And uh, that's the reason why he's blown it over the bar. But a great opportunity. Do you mm. know what? I'm enjoying more than the football, actually, if you'll allow me, is we have got the game on here, but it must be in some way linked up 
To producer Callum's yeah. laptop Oh my days <laughs> I I that's, it? And that's what I was reading <laughs> Every now and then Every now and then He gets some sort of message No he gets like a message From someone in the news team mm. And it keeps popping up And I can see what the message You can see it as well yeah, It's on a 70 inch TV that's, behind you that's what oh, I didn't reading. see it I was too, too engrossed <laughs> in the football Yeah it keeps popping up in the corner I'm sure it's just arrangements For the news bulletin I wouldn't want to suggest anything else <laughs> Because all sorts of drama But um, engagement 7pm ring news bulletin <laughs> That engagement ring's coming flying In that window <laughs> <laughs> the look at his face He is furious oh, with you 10.30 same place News Berlin Stop it Enough 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 You've taken it too far as always yeah. You three oh, Giving an inch of notifications And Callum. you take a mile The three of you oh. Every time Honestly Cannot be trusted oh, I'd, I'd give the guy a break What's he What's his He's feeding us Oh, oh, time. Good. Um, oh yeah, he's been he's been cooking this morning. He was telling us that's right. Mm. Uh, still an Albion nil, Stenhouse Muir two. By the way, oh. Thomas Orr uh, doubling their advantage. It's just wave after wave of Aberdeen attack, isn't it? Uh, Mark, remind me of your question, please. Yes. Okay. So ten men have managed a team in the Scottish Cup final since two thousand, and have also played in a Scottish Cup final at any point in their career. Can you name them? Uh, right, let's try and do some wrong answers Although lots of people are getting them getting them right I can see some, some great answers coming in In terms of wrong ones Nizzy has thrown in the likes of Gus McPherson No He's also, no, no, no. He's also thrown in Gordon DL League no, Cup, League I, Cup I was final gonna, Yeah, a League Cup final yeah. You? yeah, another big one then William Bradley's gone for <laughs> <laughs> Callum Davidson No, that's guessed that as well Okay uh, Alan Lappin's thrown in John Hughes Nope He was at Celtic but didn't play yeah. apparently um, I'm looking at James's attempt James must have most of them I would have thought Yeah, that looks like a not too bad attempt um, Gabriella is on and has thrown in Walt. Uh, I've just given one away, haven't I? Because that is on the list. That's got. <laughs> Never oh, mind. Forget that. Well, That's well, fine. We'll just, we'll just skip well, by that one. There we go. Here's, here's another. FF Cami has well, gone Disney. for. Cami's <laughs> yeah, well, gone for Derek Adams. No. Good. There we go. I don't feel as guilty for that one. <laughs> Do you know what though? It's quite hard for me to cross check ten. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I struggle when Alex shows me his. You know, yeah, just know. Uh, yeah. It's a rain. He's answers. Ooh, we've got one of these in our big matches. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com, and it's a goal for Hearts. Hearts one, Dundee United nil, and it is that man Ben. Woodburn a low shot into the back of the net We said are they missing Liam Boyce And they have been Ben Woodburn, Josh Ginelli Trying to carry the can in goal scoring terms And Woodburn has stepped up to the plate 22 gone a quarter of the way through the match It's Hearts 1 done, the United nil Yeah well Fraser was saying He looked at the team you know And when Boyce is out Not a lot goes in there Woodburn hasn't really you know, scored many either. So um, that's his first match. Uh, yeah, well, he's he's playing through the middle today. As we're led to believe from Fraser. So a false nine. Mm. <laughs> one of the terms I hate. So yeah, good start for Hearts, but wouldn't rule Dundee United out at yet. You were saying there, Craig Gordon uh, has made a, a couple of good saves. So United still dangerous, but a good start for the Jambos. Uh, Gordon, you have to say twenty two or so gone at, at Petodre <laughs> and Motherwell have offered absolutely nothing. But the good thing for Graham Alexander Come on, let's be honest There there can't be that much of a good thing When you can't go out your own half If you would let me finish And don't be so rude I I think (laughs) that 
I think the good thing after 20 odd minutes, the way they've started the game, they're still nil nil. That's first booking there, does that's a positive, yeah. They need to be careful here. It's not even for the tackle, it's for standing in the way of the free kick. I think, yeah, quite free yeah. Kick. they've been very aggressive. Motherwell, look, you've got to go up there, make sure that you, you get in Aberdeen's faces, but got to do it in the right way. They've been very fortunate, Gordon are still nil nil. Graham Alexander will not be happy at all. I think Stephen Glass will. He'll be looking to think, right, when's the goal going to come? Because if they keep up this pressure, Aberdeen will certainly take the lead. There's no doubt of that. They're creating chances. They've got most of the possession. Motherwell are defending for their lives. They need to get up the park, Motherwell, and get a breather. 20 Mark, minutes Mark, in. Did you think that was a, a free kick uh, that Maguire conceded? I didn't think it was a free kick, and I thought he's incredibly harsh to be booked. Because we see that all the time You're actually told that Do you know what's worse It's actually happened already In this game Someone did it earlier yeah. And, and the world's not That's amazing <laughs> And so many tackles We've witnessed In the There's first 20 one. odd minutes There's another one coming Van Veen Yeah he's been booked Van as well. Veen's oh, as, That's did, his third You did though. say You did say After 20 minutes He'll just start booking there People randomly And by the way This is a booking um, or, uh, no, actually, I don't. No, I take I it don't back. Think so and that's what this is where refs make a real weird rod for their back because he let much worse than that Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Earlier on, it's just strange. Why the, the refs the do Dutch that? Camp, yeah. Um, he, actually, he has to be careful now, Gordon, because he has a habit. He's of, on the edge. Yeah, yeah playing. Like but he that. almost just kind of he, he, he sort of slides in front of Dylan McGee there, doesn't he? There's yeah. not a great deal of contact no. in that one. You couldn't complain earlier. I think, I for think some both of them were harsh in relation to what we've already seen in this game. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, when you're letting Watkins away with, with his one on Liam Kelly, and, and Barry Maguire's first one, Barry Maguire's first one, Van Veen had probably one earlier. It was worse. Strange decision, to, especially to book Maguire for that one. That as players and coaches, you actively say to your players, "Look, break up the play if there's a Absolutely. foul." You know, just stand in front and back off. And I think Maguire was doing that, and he's booked for it. Strange. And uh, the Stranraer one down the league's Ross Smith. I was going to say the boy Ramirez has done really well because we weren't quite sure what he was going to bring to the team. Mm. That's nine goals already. He looks not bad. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a handful. He's, yeah. He just peels around the back there, does, but he's creeped offside. Mm, yeah, relieved Motherwell defence. You're right, Gordon. Though I mean, it's strange that Motherwell have the front three that they've got, but they can't actually get over the halfway line to supply them with anything. Um, so Graham Alexander bitterly disappointed with a start. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Hearts 2 Dundee United 0 and it's Alex Cochran with the goal there the Jambos are flying mm. just approaching the 25 minute mark there and they're two goals to the good looking like they are bouncing back certainly after last week now what was the bubble gone? Dundee United bubble gone? I, I, I think I, I've said it for weeks upon weeks you take Rangers and Celtic out of the equation I think Hearts Dundee United Hibs Aberdeen Motherwell They'll have their running games where they're good for them, three, four wins. Then they'll go downwards. Then they'll come back up. So I'm not surprised. I fancied Hearts very strongly today. I know Hearts haven't been a good run, but they're at home. Tynecastle, Mark said there, the last guy in seven years to go there and get a result. He's, he's with yeah, us yeah. today. So we find a jumper on, yeah. Yeah, so it's not going to happen <laughs> for the, the Dundee United. But I just think Hearts were going to be too strong. Look, 2 0 is never game over, but uh, they're in a case. very good position, yeah. Um, and swinging from the left hand Alan side. Alan Power has been booked for clattering Ali Crawford in the Battle of the Saints. It's another free kick. I um, mean, how frustrating is that? The first time you're up the park, you've got a free kick in a decent area to swing in. 
And one of your strikers Can't really tell who it is Commits a foul Before the ball's even kicked Is it Van Veen? Van Veen nudges To be fair The Aberdeen player Seriously Come yeah. on he's, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know But he doesn't need to do it You know he doesn't He, he can They're wait that ball like Alex, He was just trying to buy that yard You know that oh, little nudge That people do And then move yeah. the other way Listen the boys went down As if he's been shot there Gordon And for me He's just conned the referee And unfortunately Don Robertson's fallen for it uh, Four for one Elgin Nil Andy Monroe with the goal for Forford to put them in front uh, don't forget as well as the teaser uh, we're asking you for the most iconic images ever um, from Scottish football they don't actually have to be iconic they can just be well, they can be iconic in your mind they don't need to be that famous it might even be a wee hidden one that we've forgotten about this is all as a, a birthday tribute to Connor Salmon that picture of him holding the pizza as a man of the match award fantastic <laughs> so we thought we'd see what more you can throw in um, do you know I got a jacket years ago Seriously As man uh, of the match As man of the match I a, got jacket. a jacket Yeah jacket. and I gave it my dad He was walking about Denison It was a uh, Coca-Cola The Coca-Cola cup And it was red, red and white oh. Like one of the old American Like a can Baseball jacket Yeah, yeah. Honest yeah. to God He was my, my Spotting my mile away Being Q vouchers Shut up You'd have been spending that all day long I've never been in being Q mate In your life I've never been being Q no Why would I get into being Q How sheltered is this guy why How can you never oh, have no, been? No, no. I think there's a few things we need to get through. So first of all, you, you actually got you got BQ vouchers yeah. in the BQ Cup for being man of the match. I I, I think I scored a hat trick in man of match. Yeah. How much? With what what amount? Fifty quid or something? I don't know. Back in those days, that would have bought you a new kitchen. Yeah, a new place, a new house. And I gave away money of divorces. And uh, finally, and most Paris importantly, Ellen. genuinely, you've never been in BQ. I've not been in BQ no. in your life. No, I don't think I've ever been being Q, no. Well, you would know. It's a big story of being Q and loads of DIY stuff. Do you never do anything like that? Never. Oh, no, I can't. No, absolutely. Without, I, without a word of a lie, it, I can't I, change he, a plug. He mate. gets people into like change light bulbs and stuff. I like can't that. change a plug. I, I literally can't no, hold change. Hold on. I think, forget the plug, right? Uh-huh. You, can't, you, a light do, bulb? you do not change light bulbs. No. My, my family do that. <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to I've been sitting up here in the dark. <laughs> I've just found the phone. It's wonderful. Talk to me. What is going through your mind when you think, all oh, right, that's just going out? Surely you just go like that, turn that. No, I don't do it in Ali Cow. You're an electrician's dream. <laughs> they must love my new phone. 300 quid, mate. Uh, I'll tell you another one I, I cannot change uh, a tyre See if I, I broke down That's a, a different ball game yeah, that's, that's different It's a bit more difficult bulb. Than changing a light bulb But well, you still should be able To I'm do not that being, I'm not a, but My B&Q vouchers Were well earned uh, I think I gave them a, who, was it, who was that against? I think it was St Mirren uh, I, I was uh, really Who was close. the centre halves You were playing against that day? Just to call them out I, oh, I don't know Look I, I've destroyed a lot Of centre half's careers I'm not going to start here <laughs> Name names Another magnificent save From Craig Gordon Aberdeen are oh. claiming For a, a penalty At Pataudry I, I think it is a handball But for me Hands uh, by the side Yeah absolutely Just uh, hit some Rather than Motion towards the ball Another little thought About crossing the halfway line There <laughs> and then check <laughs> back it was, And then I, give it away So um, yeah It was it's, it's so poor from a Motherwell point of view When they, they had so much space to go forward It was almost like they were scared to cross the halfway line And they've turned back They've got a free kick out here though Oh, we've just no, seen the rerun today a Can't give that no, it's never a, Not a never chance a ch- Well, maybe um, <laughs> Never a penalty no, Too close never. Too close to him 
I just think he's bringing his arms back down towards his side. It clearly hits him, but no way. Don yeah. Robertson's sort of random approach as to who he books and who he doesn't is is quite something here. Um, yeah, Ferguson's a mile late. Uh, I think it was O'Hara who skipped past him, goes to ground, brings him down, and he just has a little. You know that the way emotions. Yeah, just a little chat. Well done, Don. <laughs> All right, we're asking you for your most iconic images from Scottish football. The pictures, send me them in. Nizzy has sent in this obviously topical. It's just a still picture of Walter Smith's face. It's the stare. Yes. After he's been asked something along the lines of, "Are Basil Bolly and Brian yeah, Wildrop good enough to play?" The, great, off, the greatest interview. You've, you've all that time that. Yeah, brilliant. I've seen that yeah. before. Uh, I have to say, I have to say, Jim McLean's was uh, up there as well. Uh, Mm. Yep. When he get a, a yeah. bit excited MC1R has sent the picture of the Bruni The first time that we yeah. that, that we saw yep. it um, Is that Ibrooks Against Must be a few Dave, Jim uh, Leishman and stuff in there Jim Leishman's always got a few Craig Murdoch sent the picture of the infamous headstand The Graham Murty Gymnastics <laughs> At Dennis Park Scott Hasty sent me one of um, Callum Booth holding a, a box of pies at, at St Johnson There we go, why not? Pizzas were... were Alex, we we had had a dodgy few photos when we we were doing a, a bit for the, the the sponsors of the league, and we were we were out and about. I remember we went to a haggis factory. Remember? I was I was horrific. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, we went to the the haggis packing factory, and do, we were. Do you remember the one I went? What used to do? Exactly. But you know, you know, you get ones as well where the picture is, and that's I guess the the art of it. The, the timing just. Picks up something So this one from Darren Has got Davy Weir And you've seen it before Where Scott Brown's Running away And so I think it's Papach Bagheera And someone else Are going to close him down And it looks like Davy Weir is just running off In completely the wrong direction And it's quite a funny picture But obviously I don't know, Going to get himself Back in position Or something like that Do you remember the one now? No I've got it here So if you just look In isolation When you look at that picture You think Where is it going? <laughs> Some good ones coming It's amazing out. what comes To people's mind You know when you say What's a funny one Because There's so many over the years yeah, Dez has got the old uh, Coca-Cola bike getting given out. Can, have you got the picture there? Can uh, I see it? Because yeah. I want to swap it for a jacket. Right, uh, listen, a one of my players won a bike right in the, uh, in the Coca-Cola when I was at Air. Right, and he was standing outside the main door selling that we strip on. Much to get for it, you know? I have no idea. There you go. He won a nice bike actually. It's lovely. I'm getting a few from Paul Gascoigne sent in It must be said now. Here, I, think, I think Gazza's in town an, this weekend An extra quiz element to this one We've got one from Gaza, And he is Touching the bottom Of a Hearts player Who would that Hearts player be? Mackay Roger will send that in Straight away I'm sure that, uh, He's wearing number 8 I can only see the side of his face Should I know who that is? Sanderson? Steve Fulton Possibly no. No, it's, no I don't think so No. Gary Mackay did you see? Someone will send that one in Gary Mackay yeah Must be one of Gaza Giving the yellow card but To I'll the referee in. That was no, sense, that no was, sense of humour. <laughs> amazing. Eh? Uh, sorry, Daz. Gra- Greg has sent in the one of Kinchelskis standing <laughs> on the ball. <laughs> yeah, Listen, you're right. Scott McConaughey sent in Gaza with the, the, the old yellow card up to the yeah. referee. Did, were you playing that game? What game? I was a manager, man. When Kinchelskis Ch- <laughs> stood on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah, I, was I that, applauded uh, it. You applauded it. That was incredible. I know one thing if, if anyone attempts to do that At the five aside mm. in the future yeah. I'm giving Mark Wilson the, <laughs> the authority To take him out Round about neck high Stephen McHugh <laughs> Has sent in the one of uh, Lee Irwin Eating Bilal Mojny's fist Remember that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Took a silver that day didn't he? Uh, what else have we got? Gav Gav has sent in um, Alan McGregor and Barry Ferguson Scratching the sides of their face oh, On yeah, the bench yeah. For, yeah. for Scotland Naughty Got one of these 
flashes with AspireGlasgow.com What a game at Tynecastle Hearts 2 Dundee United 1 and it's Ryan Edwards he's been a real threat from crosses and set pieces and so on this season scored that one against Motherwell didn't he with header, the, the Charlie Mulgrew cross it's got to be a header uh, well, tell he me he has Gordon. scored this afternoon Why's it got to sounds be like the deserve though feet? Gordon when you're saying Craig Gordon's made two or three good stops yeah, has, so far yeah, yeah, so United uh, sound like they, they deserve to be back in the game yet not over yet do you think it's with his feet yes not a chance yeah, because he's a centre back. You, you've got to know your players. Twenty-five yarders. Shut up! It's impossible. It's deflection, though. But still, there you go. Nah, nevertheless. <laughs> Hold on a minute. There you go. Twenty-five yarder. The Hearts player with Gaza. I knew Roger would know. Is Alan Lawrence? It's your pal. Oh, I played oh, golf with the pal. I played golf with him last week. He's getting his backside he's felt. Did you, are you played up at up at Leaven? Nipper, yeah. Are no, up? not Cover Park. Cover Park last right, week. Right. Okay. Nipper. How you find out with the the conditions? Conditions are great. I, mean, I was down North Berwick at uh, oh. Wednesday. Beautiful down there. Beautiful. Part jo- of the country. Oh, sorry, I was going to say all the greens and all that stuff. Everything going. Beautiful. We're about 16 hours late on this one. John R sent me the one of Kenny Miller about 10 feet in the air, somersaulting oh after Simunovic's tackle. Yeah, what a tackle um, that was. Let me bring Kenny in on this discussion. <laughs> it's an interesting one. See if on. that tackle was today, would that be deemed as excessive? Well, it was only about three years ago. No, mm. but. but I'm just saying it because he didn't half catch him. Yeah. I tell you a good picture where somebody's in the air. I was playing the game Celtic uh, against Spartak Moscow. We won in penalty shout. Everyone ran and done a pylon, and Tommy Burns ran to join the pylon. Yes. And there's a picture out there somewhere. Him diving on the, right. the top of the, the pylon on Boric. Yeah, what yeah, a that, picture. That's a cracker. Uh, right, P- PR is on. Do you remember this? A couple of seasons ago, when Rangers went off and played in the was it the Florida Cup? Yes. Yeah. Something and they get the team picture before, so it's the eleven players. But SpongeBob is the he's like the mascot, <laughs> so he's in the picture. Although I must admit, looking at some of the faces in that Rangers team, um, yeah, there are a few unfamiliar ones in there. So he, he might have got a game actually. SpongeBob. <laughs> was a Do you know who SpongeBob is, Stas? No, I, I, he's a cartoon. Ah, just checking. Just oh. checking. Since you've never been being Q, you don't know what goes on in your life. Mm. Somebody's some my pals text me actually. Mm. Who's one of my who's, who's uh, an electrician and joiner and one oh, same passage number he does. Well, tell him I've still what I've done right, and I hate to admit this. I, I didn't do it. Obviously, a friend of ours done it. Remember, I told you last year about my window, my handle. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. But well, right, I, I snapped a handle in my bedroom window and it was frozen in winter. <laughs> but I go, I go, a friend of ours up and he swapped to handles. No, my spare room's now freezing Because I've, I've not got another handle for the spare room So you put the broken handle <laughs> Took it out of your room and put it yeah, in the spare room Well, the guy did it for me You've got serious so tight You're so tight, <laughs> You're so tight. No, Just buy two I, new handles That's how I've never been to B&Q wow. uh, Lewis Mackay, Pedro in the bush can't, uh, Wow that's, that's up there, isn't it? I call uh, right up there really You can't be getting in the bush um, What else have we got? Brian sent in this one Is that Graham Soonis? Is that him getting his marching orders? Yeah, against Hibs. Oh, yep. remember that tackle? Oh, was You calling that a tackle? Oh, George, was George McCloskey, wasn't it? George? Um, ah, that's assault. Oh, there's another late one again. I think, was that Roberts coming in off? Has hey. he been booked? Oh, he has now. He has now, yeah. yes. Pretty selective, isn't he? Don Robertson today, I think. To be, to be fair, though, you can't like, really complain about that one, but f- you're right. Yeah, in first oh, look. That's a, that's a booking. I think, yeah, he catches him right in the, the <laughs> ankle there. We've lost our discipline at Pataudry today. I think it was ever there to start. It's been the shambles. Yeah. From I, minute I, one. I agree. Say, but, yeah. but once again, 
It's still nil nil. Get to half time, Dazzler. Well, I can't play as bad as this. In you the know what? Uh, this half. resembles when Motherwell went to Tynecastle a few weeks ago. Yeah, pretty similar. Point. They yeah. at least had chances that day, though. But the chances came in the second half, did they not? Mm. Or no? Right, right at the tail end. end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when it was a bit too late, they came out and they they got battered and then got back in early on. Very similar performance this afternoon. Uh, right, let's round off this teaser, Mark Wilson. See how you got on with it. The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Ten men have managed a team in the Scottish Cup final since 2000 and have also played in a Scottish Cup final at any point in their career. Name them. They were Neil Lennon, Robbie Nielsen, Craig Levine, Derek McInnes. Alan Stobbs yes. Jackie McNamara yes. Stuart McCall yes. Walter Smith yes. Gordon Strachan And Alex McLeish Oh good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll ten. There's no chance and to go uh, ten. Anyway third place Goes to Taylor Moore Well done to you Taylor Great effort on that one Second place Jay McCormick And the winner of that First half teaser Is Chris Charles Well done to you Chris Great effort there uh, To get all ten of them Is quite <laughs> something So well done At Clyde SSB that's where you've got to keep your eyes out because we're going to have a second half teaser of Who Am I a little bit later on. There we go. I wonder if we would have gotten the top three there. We were sharp. We, well, we only got the last one, Robbie Five Nelson, minutes ago. Uh, five minutes ago when Dundee United scored. Anyway, a win's a win. Well done. Right, yeah. what are we getting before the break then? Remember, it's all happening at Tynecastle. Hearts are 2-1 up on Dundee United. It's goalless between St Johnston and St Mirren. It's goalless between Aberdeen and Motherwell But it's one way traffic really Towards Liam Kelly's goal And Motherwell just getting everyone booked I actually think they've settled down Motherwell in terms of uh, allowing yeah. uh, the goalkeeper any action So, you know, as much as I'm not getting the ball I've curtailed Aberdeen It's a red card all day in this game There's a yeah, red card all over like it. it Yeah um, Partick Thistle are a goal up at Comarnock in our featured championship games the half time whistles are starting to go if you look down the divisions I can see Falkirk nil, Alloa nil for instance they need a win badly Falkirk Falkirk yeah they're struggling a little bit great ball round the face here uh, for Aberdeen I good think. defending yeah, yeah from Motherwell yeah. who yeah. was it Matt do you know uh, was that a try no I, can't, I couldn't really I think see it was, you're right. yeah. absolutely right yeah but I, I keep I keep going at it I'm looking at Scott Brown there Midley a back three Strolling the game Harley broke sweat If you're Van Veen You're Tony Water Roberts And you've mm. not had the actual ball To go at these guys Then yeah. well, Remember in the The reverse fixture at Fir Park When Scott Brown played midfield But actually Tony Watt and him Had a great battle And, and Yeah they kind yeah. Of, It was you know A wee bit of ding dong I like and that And then Motherwell ended up winning that game Barry Maguire another, By the way another, I, I foul, know what he's doing there A foul as, as Aberdeen looked to come forward He's already been booked mm. He just dives in really He doesn't really do anything in, uh, I mean that's not a bad tackle No but such, you don't but want him accumulating it's, um, it's as they say Stopping a promising attack Potentially yeah. so Another one uh, Because he, I'm sure he had one Or one or two Before he got booked He's had that one uh, As well So very fortunate At the minute Scrappy this You have to say Motherwell can not get the foot on the ball what? I'd love to know What the story is At Falkirk Alloa Because it's ha- it was half time About two minutes ago It's not actually Quarter to three yet 
So they've just decided they just decided to kick off at Aye. five to three. I think the referee, early. apparently the referee's <laughs> got a night out. The night, he's got a night out. The referee, <laughs> the amateur football, just happy just to ah, go the night out. Let's go. <laughs> My boys got curtailed at half time. It was absolutely bouncing. Played the first half. No, played the first half, and then one of the coaches shouted, "Let's go, boys! Get back on the pitch." <laughs> Up the road. Two, no, two minutes uh, like half time, and just to get the boys back on. They were standing oh, right. there. Right, I thought you meant the game was off no, at half time. No, no, no. Astro, Astro. Dad's just shown me a text here from from just somebody called Carol. <laughs> saying he has to fit his toilet seat <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> Anyway still I mean, that's, 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 the on, that's the only half time whistle uh, At the moment It's Falkirk Alloa uh, Goalless in that one I, I don't know why Maybe they've just decided to To go a little bit early on that one um, I mean we're still a good Three or four minutes away At Pataudry Five And minutes, yeah. they, will, they will be <clears throat> I'm sure behind, yeah. behind after all the stoppages Don Robertson's been a busy man not much happening at Perth either, Gordon. I know it's a nice day up there and David will be nice and warm, but so far goalless. Be looking for some action there. Yeah, I remember as he's been telling us, he's been doing his research and Mirren don't have a, a great record in Perth. Um, <coughs> Bevis Mugabe, of all people, on, has, oh. has provided a, a spark for Motherwell. Oh, oh, there he <laughs> goes. Oh, one of the most, uh, you know, lenient tackles, if you, if you like, or softer challenges. And Don but again, Robertson's book Ferguson. We, we, we don't know is that is that a totting up perhaps on Lewis Ferguson yeah. and it's good skill and Mark what it's it's probably not that it's the stopping the promising attack that's the element of it it doesn't really matter about always the severity it's about the fact that well, he's he, on flicked the front a, he flicked the ball back Mcgabby so he's, he's he's actually going backwards back the way yeah. and Ferguson's laid a hand on his yeah, it's, it's, it's a foul it's not a booting when you look at some mm. of the ones that's been let off. Uh, yeah, so great run by Bevis Mugabe of all people playing right back yeah. today. Uh, suspended, of course, is Stephen O'Donnell. It's a poor ball in from Sean Goss, and the offside flag, I think, is up. It's a <laughs> rotten it's a game, isn't it? It's absolutely rubbish. Who uh, chooses? Um, 40 odd minutes in the clock. Guys, I did, say, I did say Hearts Dundee United you should did. have been the game we watched. They got overruled by someone in the studio. This is Dross. <laughs> Get us. <laughs> Calm, can we change this? Uh, some great images coming in Looking for your iconic images From Scottish football On the back of the Tenuous fact That it's Connor Salmon's birthday And he once was pictured With a pizza Why not? We need uh, No invitation to have a bit of fun Brian Marshall sent this one It's Kieran Tierney Holding the Scottish Cup But with a broken jaw And his teeth yes, missing Or whatever right. Remember went to the yeah. dentist And rushed back to lift the well, Don't mention um, dentist please The trophy Robert Jones Mark sent the one That you're on about What's that? The late great Tommy oh, Burns, Tommy Burns Jumping on top yeah, of all brilliant. the Really. The funny, uh, this isn't even a joke Tommy beat me To the The pylon Because <laughs> I was in the halfway line I got told I wasn't taking a penalty So all the guys Wonder rushed why. And I'm yeah. running he'd, he'd Did you give him a 10 yard start Did you yeah <laughs> Sharp off his mark Great, great uh, guy yeah Mark What best, a legend yeah. he was Yeah One who won this game Keep away for the penalties Mark He was a penalty that, taker that, that, that. That, that was kind of the The gist of it Half time in the championship Our featured game is at Rugby Park Between Kilmarnock and Partick Thistle Roger Hanna has the story Half time Kilmarnock nil Partick Thistle won The leaders are behind And it could have been even worse For Tommy right side Thistle a danger every time They get on the break They took the lead inside Three minutes A great pass From the Jags captain Ross Doherty over the top The Kilmarnock defence Appealing for offside Zach Rudden kept his composure And lifted a delicate finish over Zach Hemming and ruled away to celebrate as the officials unimpressed by the offside calls. It could have been two after ten minutes and this was a real source of controversy. Rudden through again, he seized on a loose ball after a tackle 
on strike partner Conor Murray. The ball spun loose, he sped through, he was taken down by left back Callum Waters. It looked all day long like a straight red card, but after consultation with his linesman referee, Colin Stephen only flashed a yellow card at the Kelly left back. That led to arguments in the touchline. The other linesman hauling Stephen over to deal with Tommy Wright and Thistle goalkeeping coach Kenny Arthur. Both of them were booked as a rather than a flashpoint. From the free kick, there was a, a terrific save as well by Heming to deny Stuart Banningen. There was then another break from Thistle after 24 minutes. This time Murray to Banningen and a shot blocked behind when it could have been 2-0. Thistle all over Kilmarnock on the break. The pace of the front three of Rudden, Murray and Scott Tiffany really causing problems for the home defence. It could have been two again after 35 minutes. This time it was Bannigan down the left-hand side to Rudden. He cut the ball back, but Tiffany was just too fast coming in and the cut back flew behind him. Kelly struggling to take any sort of pressure to Jamie Snedden in the Jags goal. He's at three and a half clean sheets now after those three consecutive nil-nil draws. Closest Kelly came to getting back into the game just five minutes before the break. Dan Armstrong, the right winger, who's been their best player so far, he cut in onto his left foot, sent a curler. He was trying to get it into the far top corner. It just drifted the wrong side of the post. Kelly need a whole lot more of that in the second half. Kilmarnock nil, Partick Thistle one. I think it's also half-time at... Tynecastle between Hearts and Dundee United Let's get the story of that one with Fraser Hearts 2, Dundee United 1 A terrific first 45 here Both sets of fans applauded the sides off As they've enjoyed an open game Played a great tempo of saves at both ends Hearts 2 up through Woodburn and Cochrane But a deflected Ryan Edwards shot Has brought United back into the game Hearts started well, good pressure but no chances, the first real chance came at the other end with Declan Glass received a throw in, space on the edge of the box, low shot to Gordon's right hand side, it skidded but the big goalkeeper got his hand to it to tip it past the post, the game swung immediately to the other end, good possession by Hearts eventually, saw Ben Woodburn bring out a similar save from United keeper Ben Segrist, really good open game at this point, both sets of fans enjoying the game, Hearts on top and in 22 minutes they went, deservedly went ahead with Ben Woodburn, Woodburn goal is first for the club. Barry Mackay, lovely touch, put Woodburn in behind the back four, inside right position, hit a low shot well on the angle, but it was under Segrist into the back of the net. I felt the goalkeeper should have saved it. Three minutes later, 2-0 for the Jambos. This time it's wing back Alex Cochran, Josh Gianelli set up Cameron Devlin. His shot was well saved by Segrist. The ball scrambled around the six-yard box. It broke towards the edge of the box. Alex Cochran was there at the back post and a sweet volley into the corner of the net. United reeling, but they did rally and almost got back into the game. Mulgrew with a free kick. Outswinger, Nicky Clark, full stretch, got his touch on the ball and it bounced towards the top left-hand corner. Magnificent tip over at full stretch by Craig Gordon, but they did get their opening goal in the 34th minute United. Ryan Edwards strode forward into space, hit a 25-yard shot. It looked like it took a deflection off Stephen Kingsley past Craig Gordon to bottom left-hand corner of the net. Then as the game approached half-time, the tempo of the game continued and chances at both ends. Ian Hart brought out a smart save from Gordon with a 20-yard shot. Then Seagrass kept United in the game. A really good save. Low to his right from Barry Mackay after a great setup by Josh Gianelli who has been excellent throughout in a number nine role. And then just before half-time, still time for another brilliant save by the United keeper Benjamin Segrist, this time from Cameron Devlin, who should have scored when he found space inside the penalty box from 12 yards. A good at 45, I've seen this season more of the same in the second half with doing it. Although United are a goal down, they're not out of this by any manner of means. Half time at Tynecastle, Hearts 2, Dundee United 1. It's also half time at Petodre, Dave Galloway. 
Half time Aberdeen nil, Motherwell nil, and Aberdeen have taken an immediate grip from the off in this one. Watkins cross for Ferguson to loop in a header which Kelly turned round the post at full stretch. Hedges pounced on a short back pass. Kelly came out and the ball spun up in the air. Then Ferguson drove into the box but curled his effort over the bar. The pressure persisted. A brilliant run down the right by Watkins. He went past three players and pinged a lovely cross over to Campbell, whose first time shot was turned behind. Plenty effort and commitment from Motherwell. They've had three players booked in this first half, but they haven't posed any problems at all for the home defence. And late in the first half, Kelly made a good save with his leg to deny Watkins' effort from a tight angle. The Dons knocking loudly on the door, but they haven't managed to open it yet. Aberdeen nil, Motherwell nil. It's half-time at McDermott Park between St Johnston and St Mirren. David Friel. Half-time, Gordon St. Johnson nil, St. Mirren nil. It's definitely been the battle of the Saints so far. Unfortunately, not too much football has broken out. St. Johnson actually the first effort on goal inside just 10 seconds. St. Mirren's Joe Shaughnessy slipped straight from kick-off. He fired up an attempted pass straight at Glenn Middleton, who burst forward on goal. He aimed for the bottom corner, but Jack Anik made a really good save. To be fair, St. Mirren they settled pretty well after that crazy start. Jamie McGrath has been a class act in his return to midfield, and they have had the better efforts. Shaughnessy fired over from 20 yards as he looked up to make up for that earlier mistake. Then in 11 minutes, Curtis Main found some space at the edge of the box. He turned it onto his left foot, but his shot flew wide of Xander Clark's post. St. Mirren have definitely been a better team and made another chance just five minutes before the break. McGrath, who else, slipped him through with a perfect pass, but Clark made a good save low down to his left. So we're goalless at the break, and both managers will definitely be looking for more from their front players in the second half. Half-time at McDermott Park, St Johnson nil, St Mirren nil. And we'll do a full round-up of the half-time scores next. The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. So half-time around the country in our featured matches in the Premiership Hearts 2, Dundee United 1 St Johnston 0, St Mirren 0, Aberdeen 0, Motherwell 0 and their featured Championship match, Kilmarnock 0, Partick Thistle 1 uh, Let's run you through the rest of the Championship scores and beyond then Air United 1, Inverness 2, Dunfermline 1, Morton 1 Hamilton Ackies 1 are both 0, uh, Queen of the South 0, Wraith Rovers 0 In League 1, Airdrie 1, Peterhead 0, Dumbarton 0, Clyde 0 um, Falkirk nil, Alloa nil, Montrose nil, Cove nil, Queen's Park nil, East Fife nil. So it's all happening uh, in that division at the moment. In League Two, Annan one, Stranraer one, Cowden Beath nil, Kelty Hearts nil, Four for one, Elgin one, Stirling Albion nil, Stenhouse Muir three, um, which is quite incredible. There now, you may have noticed there's a lot going on in and around Glasgow, a big protest at George Square today. So we're going to bring you the latest news update after these and back for the second half. The fastest goals, the expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 